Do you want to strengthen and deepen your relationship with God? Do you want a better understanding of the Bible? Then join us for the next few minutes as we study God's Word together on the Christ-Centered Woman's Podcast with your host, Jessica Hamm. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Christ-Centered Woman podcast. I'm so glad to have you here again this week. And last week, we wrapped up in Genesis chapter 1, and we wrapped up with the six days of God's creation. We will be picking up here in just a few weeks with chapter 2, but I did want to take a few moments to pause this study and spend probably the next two weeks or so talking about a bigger concept. And what really got me thinking about this thing that we're going to be talking about, which is faith, is because I was talking to, in my secular job, I'm a professor and I actually work at a Christian university, and I had a student that was asking me a question for the course that I teach. And the question that they posed was, how do you think the field of psychology would be different if the people who developed it had faith in God? And I thought that was such a good question. And I think it's actually very relevant to anything that we do. How would things be different? How would life be different if the people that developed things, if we went through life just in general, having faith in God? And, you know, we've been building the last few weeks on the days of creation and just kind of thinking on this. And as I go through my podcast every week, I try to think about things that can be helpful for all of us as we study together. And I know last week I left each of you with a challenge to read Psalm 136 and highlight the passages in your Bible. His love endures forever. And this was another thing that got me focused on the development of faith. And along with this, in my own study, I was looking at some passages that I'd heard in a sermon not long ago that had to do with faith. So I thought, you know, I think this is a good place for us to pick up in our study together. And as we look at chapter one in Genesis, the things that we see there are God created the heavens, God created the earth, created light, the firmament. We read about how there was the separation of the firmament, (coughs) excuse me, vegetation, the sun, the moon, stars, fish in the sea, um, also birds in the air, animals on the land, and then also the creation of man. And one of the things I thought about as I was reflecting on faith, and I've had a few other discussions over the last few weeks with various people, even a few uh, clients of mine who have posed questions about their own faith and because my other job is I'm also a therapist. And so I do have these conversations with people pretty regularly as they are thinking through their own growth and development. And what it made me think of is when we read these things in Genesis chapter one, we read them, but how many of us actually believe them? Do we really believe that God created the heavens and the earth? Do we believe the days of a seven-day creation? Same goes for Psalms 136. It tells us that God's love endures forever. But do we believe this? Do we believe that God's love endures forever? And then it made me think about this question of 
why do we believe these things? So again, I mentioned I work in academia, and part of that is research. And as we start our study, I did want to give us a few statistics. And one of the statistics that I located had to do with a study that took place in 2022. And this particular study surveyed over 5,000 people. And it said that more than one-third of Generation Z said they were religiously unaffiliated. That was pretty alarming to me because of 5,000, one-third of the Gen Z population said they were religiously unaffiliated. And of that one-third, one-third or 9% said they were an atheist and 9% or one-third identified as agnostic. To give you a little bit of a scenario of the statistics, those who were in the baby boomer generation, only 9% of the entire population surveyed in this particular survey of that 5,000 people even identified as atheist or agnostic. So what does this tell us? That more people in younger generations are becoming religiously unaffiliated. What does this have to do with faith? Well, this is actually where it starts. If you have no faith, there is no hope. And ultimately, there is no God. And at least if we look at these statistics, that's what they're showing us. So faith, if we believe one aspect of the Bible, we believe that God created the heavens and the earth. If we believe that God is one day going to come back and destroy the earth, if one day, hopefully we will have a home in heaven, we have to believe not just some of the Bible, we have to believe all of the Bible. 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 through 17, and I'm going to be reading from the English Standard Version today just because I wanted to find something that would hopefully be clear and easy for maybe somebody who's not done a lot of study on this. But 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17 reads, All Scripture is breathed out by God. Did you hear that? All Scripture, not just parts. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So what does the scripture in 2 Timothy mean? It means that all scripture was written by God, and it's there for us so that we will know ultimately how to get to heaven. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. How do we know this? Hebrews 11.6 tells us, And without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For whoever draw near to God must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. So if we don't have faith and we don't believe that God exists, we're not going to get that ultimate goal of going to heaven. And also we're reminded in Romans 10, 17, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So when we hear what God has spoken to us in the Bible, 
that is supposed to enhance our faith. This is the whole reason for doing this study. I enjoy doing these podcasts because it also makes me study deeper. And this is also how we develop stronger faith and as we grow as Christians. Because 2 Corinthians 5, 7 tells us, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Because ultimately, we can't see some things, but we have faith to know that they exist. And I want to spend a little bit of time talking about Hebrews 11. And I want to start in Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And the reason I want to stop here, I'm going to stop in verse 1. I want us to look at the word substance here. Now faith is the substance. Okay, so the reason I want to stop here. I want to compare this really quick with what the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, or the worldly version of the word faith, has to say. I'm a big believer in really knowing what you are talking about when you're studying things, and also comparing it to what are the worldly definitions of it. So I want you to hear this. Faith in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary is defined as an allegiance or duty or a, or a, to a person. Fidelity to one's promises, sincerity of intentions, a belief and a trust and loyalty to God, belief in the tradition of doctrines of a religion, a firm belief in something for which there is no proof, complete trust. So the one part of this definition that really stood out to me is where it says the firm belief in something for which there is no proof. Again, this is the worldly definition. Now, I want to look at going back to Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay, so substance in this first verse. The ASV version of this, I'm reading from the ESV again, just for trying to be as clear as possible when I'm reading through these. ASV actually uses the word assurance. But when we think about the breakdown of the English word substance, sub means under and stance means to support. So literally supporting something. Faith is the support of some sort of foundation. And the Greek word for substance is hypostasis, and it means to stand under, is what it translates to. So the part of this definition that I also want to look at is where it says the evidence of things not seen. Now, while we may not have been there during creation, may not have even been there when Noah and the ark went through the flood, didn't see Jonah, didn't see Paul. But faith makes it possible that I believe these things. I believe these things happened. So the reason I dispute that worldly definition is we do have proof. Because if we continue reading in Hebrews 11, in verse 3, 
it tells us by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. He spoke it and it happened. So continuing on, so that the things which are not seen were not made of things which are visible. So what does this have to do with this definition of faith? Well, we may not have been there to witness it, but the Bible tells us these things happened. And I think sometimes it surprises me because people will believe, you know, that the Declaration of Independence was signed. Okay, we have a document that says it, but I was not there to witness these signatures. The Bible was written. I was not there to witness it. I have faith that it was written. But so many people are very quick to believe that, well, the Declaration of Independence is real. The Declaration of Independence was signed. But they're so quick to doubt that the Bible is real. When we know that it is our faith that makes all of these things possible, and it's also God who tells us that all of these things are real. And it gets back into the point I was making in the beginning. If you don't believe all of the Bible, you don't believe any of the Bible. So as you study, hopefully your faith grows and you start to see how all of these things, they go together. We started in Genesis chapter 1 to help us understand the plan, the beginning, the creation. You have to have that as a foundation of biblical knowledge before you can grow into the other parts of the Bible. Because like I said in, I think, another podcast, all these things build upon one another. But it's with faith that you have to have that all these things happened. And faith also is what gets us through really difficult times in our life. And we are all going to experience difficult times. And so I hope with looking over some of these verses and a little bit of this passage, it will help you have deeper understanding about your own faith strengthen your own faith. I hope that you're praying that your faith is strengthened every day. And this week's call to action, I would love for you to finish reading the rest of Hebrews chapter 11. Because if you read Hebrews chapter 11, you will see several biblical characters listed, Abel, Cain, Abraham, uh, various ones. And, And these all help us understand faith a little bit better. So with that, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week, and I also hope that you continue studying and growing, and in all that you do, keep Christ-centered. And you know that I always like to leave you with a verse to think on throughout the week. This week's verse is coming to us from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Have a wonderful week.